0: Within the first quarter of this year, Evil Dead Rise released, and it was definitely like a film that you almost wish it would have came out closer to the Halloween season. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's a tremendous continuation of that universe, of that story. It's just so nice that they're still sort of doing things set in this universe. Things that are set around, you know, the... The Army of Darkness, the Ash, the Necronomicon, all of these characters, all of these story arcs that they've created over the years, essentially all created by Sam Raimi, it's really, really nice to see them continue this sort of, um, this, this sort of universe, you know? It's building this franchise, and really, it is a franchise right now. Like, for those who don't really know a lot of the Evil Dead backstory, well... It starts with two essential movies. I want to say the first one was 80, 81, I think. And then the second one doesn't come out for like another like 10 years. but then you get hit with the third one, which flips everything completely on its head. and then that's sort of all you get. So within like a 10 to 12 year span, you get these three movies. The first two are sort of the same. In my opinion, when you watch the first two, it is essentially like there's Evil Dead, or should I say The Evil Dead, and then there's Evil Dead 2, but they're very similar story-wise. It follows the same kind of pattern, so I think Evil Dead 2 was sort of made as this this, um, attempt to kind of lead into what would be the sequel to that movie, which would be Army of Darkness. And then Army of Darkness is a big hit for a lot of people because that's where they are kind of introduced to more of what makes bruce campbell a kind of legend like he he's a he's an 80s and a 90s film sort of icon just because of his quirky one-liners and his overall on-screen chemistry so army of darkness kind of led with a lot of that and you can kind of see that when you look at like the numbers of everything because essentially the the the, the what what the films have made as they've been released, has continuously gone up. I think the first one had a budget of, like, uh, I don't know, like 300,000, I think I read, and then it made 2 million. And then here comes the second one, which makes, like, 6 million, but then it had a budget of 3 million, so it's not that big of a deal. And then Army of Darkness comes along and completely just breaks even, so you kind of like see, oh... I guess maybe it fell off a little bit, but Army of Darkness has a huge cult following, and it have enough. It had enough of a cult following that they don't stop there. Like there isn't just the movies that create this universe. There's also a hit television show that Stars did for about three or four seasons. That was really really good, very entertaining, and it was a nice continuation of the story as well. They also did. Um, A couple of video games you know a lot of people know of the one video game that's out now but that's not the only one they also did a video game for the playstation and they did a sequel to that game for the playstation 2 as well as a game as far back as like mid 80s for what i think was like one of the first kind of pcs for that time frame it's definitely one of those like ms dos looking video games probably not that good But it's there. It's part of the history. Then there's also, like, a slew of mobile games that they made for some reason. So, along with these video games and these films and in TV, Dark Horse Comics also picked up Army of Darkness, made a bunch of comics about it, and there are still comics being made, you know, as recently as I want to say the last couple of years when I was reading the information about it. But, you know, that's... That's just how the universe has continued. It's it's one of these things that it doesn't need a lot, but it has so much to offer, and they keep sprouting it out. And now you have this film that came out this year, uh, Evil Dead Rise, which just adds to that. It just adds to this universe, and it gives us just so much more of what a lot of really hardcore fans love, a lot of horror fans that just want more of that that sort of Evil Dead feel. There's There's a certain feeling you get when you watch these films there's a certain like pattern they have there's a filmography to it there's there's something you're expecting out of an, EV, an evil dead film and this one kind of just turns it up another notch just like the reboot from i want to say 2016 did and this one is just it blows it out of the water it's not to me at least it's not a continuation It's not a sequel, it's just another story that takes place in this universe, and it's just done extremely well. It's based on what I believe the writer-director, Lee Cronin, said was the third iteration of the necronomicon and essentially what he said was that with all these different versions of the story out there there are also these different versions of the necronomicon which is the book of the dead that the the series is based on it's this book where if you read a certain incantation the dead will will rise and start wreaking havoc on the living so the film is about the third iteration of that book which is found after an earthquake This mother of three, her kids are like out getting pizza or something. They find this book in a hole that breaks after an earthquake and they find the book. And of course they bring the book upstairs to their apartment. And that's the other thing that's really cool is that it takes place in an apartment on a single floor and everybody gets involved, which I love. Because there are a lot of times where you'll see things take place in apartments. Uh, The two things that come right to mind is the horror movie Apartment 143, which I love. And then there's also um, Leon the Professional, which is a great film from the mid to early 90s, I believe. And they both have, you know, big plays within, like, apartment buildings, essentially. But we don't really see what everybody else is doing in all the other apartments. Like, you know people live there, but... Nobody is complaining about apartment 143, and then you have all these shootouts happening in Leon the Professional, and only one lady comes out of her house to be like, what's going on? Like, there's gunfire outside. Nobody's running for their life. They're all just hiding in their apartment, hoping they're not going to be shot at. Like, that's crazy. Evil Dead Rise, however, takes place on one floor of the apartment building, and everybody's into it. Now, granted, they also lead into the story that this apartment building is meant to be kind of shutting down. So everybody's supposed to be moving out. So these are also the quote unquote last tenants of that building. But it's still nice to see that they're saying, hey, people live here or at least... This is the reason why you're not seeing a lot of people while there's this demonic possession going on in an apartment in the same building. Like, people hear these things. They have to. I grew up in an apartment building. The walls aren't thick, but they're not thin, and you could definitely hear things when they're that loud. Loud enough where it's, like, people dying and people getting possessed by shit. So they bring the, ne- the Necronomicon upstairs to the apartment. Of course, kid doesn't understand what he's doing and they open it up and spring out the devil and the devil takes over the mother. Now, what's interesting is just there's there's a certain there's a certain level of despair, I would say. There's just this unsettling feeling you get right when you know that it's about to start going down where you realize that the mother, you know, she's a single mother. She's got three kids. Her sister's visiting. And the mother is the first one to get possessed. So she gets possessed, and you know that she's about to wreak havoc on everything. And there is, you know, points in the storyline, in the history of the Evil Dead storyline, where people do sort of come back from their possessions. They are sort of able to fight them off in a way. You know, a big po- a big portion of the Ash storyline is that he's able to kind of push the demon out and the demon tries to come back. And as the demon is like stuck in his hand, he chops his hand off, which leads to him having a chainsaw for a hand. And you, you see that happen more than sort of once the evil dead uh, reboot that came out, you know, a little less than 10 years ago that also had a moment where there was one character who was possessed and was able to kind of get rid of the possession. So you almost wish or hope that the mother's going to break out of it. But essentially, she doesn't. So after a while, you really grow that acknowledgement that she's terrorizing her kids, and they're probably going to die. And of course, at least two of them die, and the sister's doing the best she can, and they're just killing everybody. They're killing everybody and turning them all into the demons as well. Everybody on the floor. That's the other thing I love about the Evil Dead series is that it's not afraid to just go all out and just show you exactly what should be happening as the story is progressing. There's the scene where all the neighbors are trying to, like, help the mother because they don't realize what's happening to her. And then she starts killing them all in the hallway. And you see it all from the perspective of the the peephole for the door. And you see that there's, like, one of these apartments has this dude and his lo- and his younger brother well you see through that peephole a scene where the demon that's taken over the mother she takes the little kid and throws him across the hallway smashing his head against a brick wall so you see the kid physically die and he stays there for the remainder of the film whenever you're looking out and you catch him in the peripheral of that scene of, of that shot of the of the view through the peephole, very few films which even hint at the idea of, say, dogs or kids dying in any way, are going to show you how it happens, let alone leave it as a prominent note on screen whenever the scene pops up where that's where the kids should be or that's where the, the, the body or the corpse should be. And it's there for the rest of the film. And that, to me, just speaks a lot about what this series does and how it kind of has this sort of free range. It's going to do whatever the fuck it wants. And we're going to love it no matter what. And I love this film. I loved how the story was told. I love the, 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 the presence it left in how it ended where of course it ends with you think there's a victory but there's really not a victory so you leave this opening for more and you want to hope there's going to be more i believe lee cronin has said in interviews that he wants to do um another one after this uh the the issue is i think this um it's only his second film. I don't I don't know I can't remember what his first one was, but this he's only done two films. So this one was a very big proving point for him. So he's proved it and now hopefully he gets the the go-ahead to make more and to be the guy behind it and have just Sam Raimi there as his as his guiding mentor to make more films that are like this. Because when it comes to the Evil Dead franchise, I don't think it's gonna die anytime soon. And I also fully believe that this is a tremendous starting point to put Evil Dead on the map with the way they were doing you know, Halloween. Halloween came back randomly and just did three sequels to kind of end off that series. And then here's Scream sort of doing the same thing. And then I also heard that uh, the Exorcist movie that's coming out this month, that's doing the same thing. That's apparently supposed to be a three-part series too. So I'm hoping that the Evil Dead can kind of rope in there as well and we can get more. And I hope Lee Cronin is still behind it because I think it's going to be tremendous if it is still in his still in his hands. And nobody tampers with it because it's going to be good, just as good as this film was.